Join the Pop Life Podcast conversation. Follow us on Twitter at the Pop Life Podcast. Find us on iTunes at the Pop Life Podcast. Be sure to rate us, please. And find us on SoundCloud and share and like and subscribe. Thanks. Welcome to the Pop Life Podcast, coming to you from the Crosby Collective Studio. Starring your hosts, Jeffrey Sledge, Naima Cochran, and Sean Young. If it's top of mind in pop culture, it's up for discussion. Thank you for joining us this week. The Pop Life begins in three, two, one. Pop Life like Podcast. Today is uh the is it the ninth? No, it's the tenth. Tenth, the ninth or the tenth, uh, November, twenty twenty three. It's cooked. Um, done, 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 done. So yep. you're done. That's crazy. And I, can I get through Thanksgiving for? I mean, and I know I'm the person who says the year is over, but like I gotta at least get my Thanksgiving. I yeah. can't believe Thanksgiving is like right here. It's right Listen, here. money is tight. We need to get these gifts while they're on sale. If you're getting stuff for people, yeah, I'm very curious to see what how for everybody. So yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see how retail will do this year because money's tight across the board for everybody. Like all that, I mean, you know, you'll get some people wild out, but I think all that big shopping shit is not gonna happen as as uh as it was a few years ago. You know, and and you know what, and you you'll be all right. <laughs> We'll be all right. Everybody be everyone's, all right. Everybody be all right. I never, I never liked, uh, I always liked Thanksgiving better than Christmas because Thanksgiving is to me just about family gathering and eating and, you know, talking shit and watching the games and, and whatever you do. Whereas a Christmas is some of that, but it's the pressure of buying this and buying that. Now I got to get this. Now I got to get that. I got to go to the store. I got I, I never liked that pressure of having to buy a bunch of shit. Um, because it just feels because I I just wanted to see my family. I didn't like the pressure yeah. of having to like, oh, I got to go to Bloomingdale's. Oh, I, I got to stop right here, and oh, I got nineteen bags on the fucking A train. And I just, <laughs> you know, what I'm well, saying? wait now, this is your first Christmas as a pop pop. As a pop-up. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So the people don't know. The people the don't people know. Don't so know. so um. Uh, my son Julian had a daughter. Uh, uh, October twenty eighth. Her name is Violet. Violet May. I still I'm not clear how they got that old lady name. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Violet May that. Sledge. Um, so yes, yeah, so, let me ask. Uh, so I'm, I'm obviously over the moon about that. Um, but let me ask a question. All you black people, all you Negroes, keep saying <laughs> pop pop. What is that about? You I do not just like I don't like that. I don't like pop. I mean, my grandfather, I have a granddaddy. You, you I had a granddaddy him? and grand I had Gramps and Granddaddy. See, I don't you want Nobody who who says pop pop? We had a we had pop. My father one pop one pop. pop pop to the grandkids. Is so it we, pop pop or one pop? pop? One pop. We the kids call him pop, but the grandkids call him pop pop. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going with that name. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to no, do. No, please, please, please share with the people what you have decided. <laughs> well, I, 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 your I was, grandchild is going to call you. I, I think I was going to go with Poppy, which is you know the little Latin version, um, which nobody is Latin in this equation. Nobody is Latin, but you know, I lived in the Heights for a little bit, so I got a little Latin. Dominican by association. Uh, yeah, Dominican by association. <laughs> <laughs> a Dominican adjacent. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that. Or somebody sent me a list of all these African uh, the Swahili names. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm not doing. Are they pop, telling pop. Call it Abba or something like that? Yeah, maybe something like that. I, I like Opa. that. You know, 
Yeah, yeah, something like that, you know. But I'm not doing pop up. But anyway, yes, I'm over the moon about that. Congratulations to your thank family. You. That's so exciting. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank I you. have to I say though, I'm Team Christmas because growing up, we were the house that hosted everybody for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was like, I gotta peel fucking potatoes. Yeah, you gotta do the work. Everybody leave. I'm wiping down the tables and chairs. Like, mm-hmm. The Wednesday night is so, bonkers. Christmas was just us. <laughs> We had like a nice breakfast, yeah, and then open gifts, and then we would go around and like see people. Yeah, yes, yeah. I, I know. I, I noticed that more too now. Thanks, if, if the Thanksgiving to me feels uh, in our community anyway, it feels like a um, the bigger gathering holiday, and then Christmas yeah. feels a little smaller because, like I said, first of all, it's too close together to spend all that money twice. Yeah. And it's like, and, and all those people coming over twice, it's like a lot. So it's like, let's go ham Thanksgiving. And then Christmas, like you said, you might, you know, have a little breakfast and open up some gifts. And maybe people come by and maybe people won't. Maybe yeah. you'll go out and maybe you won't. And it ain't no big <laughs> deal. You know what I'm saying? But Thanksgiving so, just felt like a bunch of extra chores. Like Oh, Thanksgiving is work. Just, Wednesday and then night. we could always have like 30 people. Like entire oh, so you had a, you had a big, you had a big, You had a big crowd, yeah. That yeah, Wednesday was, night before Thanksgiving is... Is popping in the store in the in the grocery stores. It's popping yeah. in like the Target and the Walmart and the Path Market. Well, not Path Market no more, but whatever supermarket you go to, it's lit because everybody's grabbing the pans and it is and that is hectic. Um, but uh, let's jump into a couple things. Uh, Sean is uh, running around. He'll he'll pop in. I'm sure when when he can uh, get get a moment to be settled. Um, first thing I'm going to mention a couple music things. Um, Jack Harlow dropped a single last night, which is super dope. Actually, he got it, got a hit. Now, got is this the one this. where he says "White Boy Winter"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is hot. Okay. Yeah, it's, the track is kind of like a take on the model by Drake. It's kind of flipped a bit. It's got that same kind of bounce. Like I can see Drake hearing that and being like, "Fuck, I should have been on that record." But it's a really good record. I like that a lot. Um, Chris Brown dropped his album. Yeah, it's it's not it's dope. It's super dope. Yeah. Um, and they did a, you know what they did smart, which is um, I'm I'm not seeing enough people do, and I'm gonna give away I guess a little thing. The way they way they shot the video, there's so many like quick cuts that is perfect for TikTok. Cause you can just take a piece <laughs> and make it, make it, make it a, a tick tock thing. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. it, and it makes There's sense. There's psychology behind that. So yeah, yeah. the, the, uh, if you listen to recommendations that people have for children, obviously, which is what I'm entrenched in, they tell you not to have your kids watch Cocomelon because there's so many cuts that your kid can't turn away. And there's also no space for them to speak back. Whereas like mm. good cartoons that are interactive, like your Daniel Tigers, your, bluey whatever they'll have one scene for 10 seconds on the screen without changing angles so your kid can be engaged and there's like spaces in the speaking mm. versus coco melon you're just entranced because every one to three seconds there's different angles Some and it's change. constant noise mm-hmm. and that's what they did the first person i saw do that actually um was tiara whack she put out an um i guess her, her version of an album this is years so it's probably about she was probably about five, six years ago now, but it was so brilliant because the album was like, I think, 10 songs, but every song was like a minute. Oh, that's cool. So she did it for that, for Instagram at that time. So yeah. they could be Instagram friendly. So basically she did, and she did like 10 videos, but they were like a minute long. So mm-hmm. she's like, so they, she, she could kind of like hit, quick hit like that. And I haven't seen anybody do that since. And now with this Jack Harlow thing, 
And I'm sure there'll be more videos like that, but it's so quick, quick, quick. You can pull any part of the video out, post it, and it makes sense. Even you know? to the collective so attention wait. span of everybody. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Matt. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say, the sorry, I put my AirPods in. I wasn't sure if y'all can hear me. Um, The problem I have with that, though, I have an issue with creating art for a platform instead of you do, does that make sense? Like I have the platform, a, a platform. Um, uh, just, yeah, just, just showcasing art. the art. Like even my students, when we're talking about this, I'm trying to emphasize to them. Like so many of them are when they're creating, they're thinking about the algorithm. They're absolutely thinking about what absolutely. they're already seeing, and that interferes with the art. I mean, yes, we have to use these platforms to create awareness and for discovery and all that other stuff. But once you're adjusting the art to the platform, like I, I really take issue with that. I, yeah, I, they are. I think I don't that, know that's, how that's we avoid I don't, it, but I don't, I don't know. If we can't avoid it, but that's definitely happening. Um, second thing, I wanted to oh, 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 real quick. I, uh, Chris dropped it, Chris Brown dropped his album last night. Um, I listened to like about a third of it. It's actually really good. It's twenty two. Another forty five tracks. It's, it's, it's twenty two. And we're going to get another 22, I think, next week, like or something like that. So it's a lot of, red, but it's, it's actually really, really good. It's actually like really, really good album. It's not um um chaotic, you know, it's it's actually everything links in. It's not like a pop song, a rock song, a rap song, but like he usually kind of does. He's, What's it, the it's single got, he has out right now with um. I forget, I forget the name of it. But, um, I don't know, but I heard it on XM Radio. I really like yeah. it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. No, Chris, Chris is, Chris is good. Um, um, next thing I wanted to mention is I love the, uh, trend of the TikTokers, like linking in with the old records and making them new again. So there's the yeah. encore, there's the encore Cheryl challenge. Encore. Yeah. Then that's, that's kind of coming out of uh, a lot of kids from Baltimore are post, uh, they have a Baltimore kind of dance, the, um, the Park Heights. And they do like a dance to that song. That's kind of blowing up. It's like the Ke- ba- the Baltimore Shuffle or something. Yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Keisha Cole, Love, which is like, it was a, somebody posted a clip of like, he's like, they were like, Middle school dance. Yeah, and they were like singing it at the top of their lungs, which is crazy. They knew every word. Um, and so that's kind of connecting back. And there's another, oh, a, a few, a couple months ago, with Alexander O'Neill. If you were here tonight, that kicked in for some reason. So it's I really missed that one. Yeah, that was a little thing too. So it's really interesting to see the kids, kind of, and I don't know how they pick the record and it becomes the record. It's you know it's very organic. I don't know how it starts, but um, I, I just love that trend. You know, it's because so their I, moms are thirty six. True, that too. Yeah, <laughs> so that, no, to no, in that's, the car. That's real too. That's real. Yeah. So I had posted the encore one because encore is one of my favorite Jerry and Lewis. Um, Kinda. Productions and 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 then Whitney uh, uh, Gail Benter, friend to the show, she sent it to Jimmy Jam, and then Jimmy Jam reposted. He hadn't seen it, so he's like, right. you know, he was loving the fact that you know they're playing his records. I love it. Yeah, that was. I had to What's funny to me about to those little, kids? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I got back to my. Um, I had to make sure I could still do the Baltimore Shuffle. Can you do it? Um, yes, yes, I can. My roots are intact. Okay, I'm okay, you good. That. If you, was in, <laughs> okay. if, you, if you was in Colorado, you probably have been stumbling all over the fucking place. <laughs> I um, what's funny about those kids in Baltimore? Did you notice they all wear them big old old man keychains? They all wear uh yeah. um custodian Brand. level keychains. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Keep it yeah. next time. I'm like, because okay. at first I thought it was just a coincidence, kind of like how I guess when I was in school, we wore all our keys and stuff on um 
or the lanyard around our neck, like that was the thing. And but they all have them on their belt loop, like in the front. I know it got to be jingling okay. crazy in real time, okay. but just uh. peep that. I was like, why they all got the, the church keys on the on the It's like a thing. Those little keychain stands are starting to pop up again too. Yeah. I know, but why they got? How they even got so many keys? You ain't got the. Um, they probably got a bunch, got, bunch, <laughs> bunch of fake ass keys. Every key you ever exactly. had in your life. Um, the other music thing is I didn't realize it this morning, but people. I posted something yesterday. I didn't pay attention, but apparently today is the 30th anniversary of Midnight Marauders uh, dropping. Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. yesterday. Was the 30th okay. anniversary. Yesterday was. Yesterday okay. was the 30th anniversary of Midnight Marauders and um, Into the Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, How yeah, did you work on Midnight Marauders? How yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember the dates. I mean, it's a long time ago. It was. I feel like everybody was posting about both of those yesterday, Joe. Yeah, I, I I saw the post, but I didn't kind of pay attention to what they were. I, I saw people just saying, oh, oh, I really okay. like this album. And I, I, didn't realize, I didn't realize what it was. But I just wanted to say, you know, peace to uh, the guys, you know, obviously, you know, uh, lo- Love and Miss Fife dearly, uh, Ali and, and uh, Q-Tip, um, Love and Miss Chris Lighty dearly. Um, and we had a, um, that was, that was a good time. That was a fun time, like, to work on that because it was really, um, watching and participating in a group going to the quote unquote next level. Like, you know, uh, low end had come out and blew up. It was their first platinum album. It obviously did really, really well. And, um, uh, midnight was so anticipated and, uh, you know, you, you saw it like little things like the people that would come by the studio sessions more. Like it'd be like, Oh shit, Spike Lee's here. Oh shit, to go Rosie Perez. Oh shit. Like people like who were, were obviously weren't at the first one, but they were like getting involved with, you know, cause they could feel the anticipation. And then I still remember doing the, um, when I do, I didn't do it, but going to the, uh, photo shoot, there was actually two, one in LA and one in New York for, um, the cover and how that became. Like that day, it was like the whole music industry was trying to get there to take the picture. Everybody. And it was like like Puffy's on the cover. He wasn't supposed to be on the cover. He was Puffy right. at that Puffy at that time was Diddy, Love, Brother Love, whatever he, he is today. And he's still was, Puffy. He's still Puffy. Yeah, he's still Puffy. He was he was a like a young A and R guy. He had done Mary. Yeah. He, he had done the he Mary was still album. Uptown. Yeah, and he was yeah, he was still uptown. Um he had done Mary and I think um I think the first Jodeci album had come out by that point, but he wasn't like yes. he he wasn't what he became. So like I remember he came down and niggas was like, "Why is this nigga?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, right. Dante Dante you know Ross was on the it cover was, too. You know, because you know, big launches later that year or the next year. Didn't Juicy come out? Was it Juicy ninety late night? I mean, no, 90, Juicy yeah. was spring ninety four. The album was ninety four. The, um, the yeah, Ready to Die was ninety four, but I don't remember when the single came out. I don't know if the but, single but might have been ninety three, but it feels prophetic now when you look at it because by a year later, yeah, he it became makes sense it totally makes total sense on the cover. I actually posted them because there's slightly different people on each of the three covers. I posted them to ask folks how many people they could name mm. um, from all of them, and but it, but it's interesting. That's a, a somebody called it the Sergeant Pepper of hip hop covers. Yeah, it is. It's it's such an ill cover. Yeah, it was so many. It was it was a it was a good time. It was a good it was a good time. You know, why you ain't on the cover, Sludge? They didn't put anybody from Jive on the cover. That's fucked up, actually. Mm-hmm. Other niggas, that's, that's a like, Puff up. was on there. Dante was on there. My, I was at the shoot, like, eh. 
Um, <laughs> um, but it, and they blew up that, that album up really helped. Well, I guess low end helped blow up Buster, but that that album really helped blow up Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Well, he oh came, my god! Yeah, he came with Wuha not long after that as a solo artist. But anyway, that was a good time so to mention that. Um, uh, let's talk about um. Oh, let me do a little TV real quick. So there's a show before, on... Before you get to that, are we going to talk okay. about the strike ending? Oh, yeah. The strike ended yesterday. Yesterday, right? Yeah. So yeah. Niggas can get back to work. So they can get back to work. Yesterday so or day before yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to it. Um, and We need it. But also ready. just congratulations, though, to, yeah. to SAG-AFTRA and WGA, you know, for sticking it out. Also, mm-hmm. there was a and whole auto workers. Auto worker. mm-hmm. There's a whole auto worker strike I feel like we missed and they got everything they wanted. They got everything they wanted, um, yeah. Sure did. Yeah, so... Yeah, so like, the, everybody go. Yeah. We need we need more labor strikes. We, we need, need to bring that back. We need more unions. Um, so um, uh, uh, I wanted to mention this show called Blue Eye Samurai on Netflix. Yo, this shit is fucking. It might be the I best shit I've, I've seen this that. year. It's incredible. It is incredible. Show. It's an animated show. Um, it's anime. It's just amazing. Like you have to watch if you. Please watch this show. This show is ridiculous. Um, oh, oh no, nah, I meant to tell you, I watched, I'm watching, um, Blue Therapy. It's on BT Plus. Mm-hmm. And somebody sent me their, oh. somebody, somebody sent me their, um, their login. So I'm, I've been watching. I don't know it. if I'm, I was about to say, I don't know if I'm paying for BT Plus. But no, I ain't paying for it. Somebody sent me the login. Um, but it's, which it's, sounds <laughs> terrible to say, but I just, I can't. I just, my, as it is, as the one it is, that's still $5. I think the rest of them I are be dis, I be disconnecting and reconnecting services every time a season or something ends. I'd be like, okay, let me cancel this. Yeah, number. let me cancel this. <laughs> cancel this yeah. Cause it's like my streaming, our, our household, actually, me and Jason need to sit down because we got some TVs with my stuff logged in, some TVs with here. We have not yet consolidated. You consolidated all the memberships. shit. Yeah, whose memberships we keep and whose we don't. We got to yeah. do that because I'm like, these streaming, every once in a while, I'll be getting these notifications about this random Amazon charge, this random Apple mm-hmm. charge. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's that little, little stuff. I've been getting these little PayPal uh, you know, notifications. You paid someone. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? I'm like, what is that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What did I order now? Yeah, exactly. So, but, um, but be, but it's a good you know it's, it's kind of trashy TV but it's really good you know it's, it's a, and that guy that that couple's on there now the uh, Asian man and the black woman yeah I'm like, I need some like does she realize she's delusional does she does she recognize every couple to get, exists in some kind of delusion exactly they started she's starting to kind of figure it out but like she got the baby by the guy she's clearly in love with the guy and you know what he's really not a bad guy. He's when not. He just doesn't it, want to marry her, and he told a, her and he is adamant. So they, this, the, in this last episode, they it was her, uh, him, and her mom. They all, and the baby. They all went to, like, to lunch or something, and she stepped away with the baby and let them talk. And he's he's like, yo, I don't want if I, if he's he's now like, well, if we do get married, I'm definitely not doing a big wedding. And see, she's half Caribbean and half African, so you already know right. what that is. Yeah. You know what that is. And he's like, why we got to have all these people? And she was like, the mother's like, this is our tradition. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, nah, right. I, we don't need, I'm Chinese. We don't need, I think he's from like Australia, though. His accent's a little different. And he's like, I don't right. need all that. I, you, know, I need, you know, so it's, it's, but he's not really a bad guy. He's just a dickhead. <laughs> I just feel like from the little bit I saw, 
And see, I don't even know if I can be mad at him being a dickhead because from a little bit I saw, I would be like, B, why are we in therapy? I told you what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are we yeah. here to That's kind of what out? it is. He, I told like, you what it was. Yeah, she's kind of trying to convince him to be different. He's like, nah, it is what it is, like you said. Um, I watched the season that's on YouTube and I think what's good about what the show does is show you exactly what therapists don't do. Like, mm. they're not the therapist is very hands-off. She's going to let you talk very, about She's going to ask very. one question and then let you go on and on and on. And then if the other person is confused, she's like, I think what she's saying is this and then let you respond to that. It's not like somebody telling you how to change your relationship or, mm-hmm. you know, they just want you to work in a healthier dynamic inside of your relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. With a lot I think of, I think great to see. Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people go to therapy thinking they could get the therapist convinced the other person to see their side. Right, right. And that's, <laughs> and that's not, not what or to tell the or for the therapist to tell the person. Yeah. Tell this nigga. Tell this nigga. You know, blah 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 blah. You know, saying it's not right. really like that yet. So it's good. Yeah, right. It's good. It's good. I'm, I'm not I'm saying get the right. get the you know. Any, uh, by the way, anybody out there, send me send me the um uh Max uh password because I need to watch rap shit. Um, not anybody out there send me that anybody, I, 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 I won't share it <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I do want to mention a couple things that I'm watching that I think are notable a one more thing one is, is, Invincible's back and that shit's amazing I heard that. oh I need to watch so, that the whole, I think I'm stepping away from the boys it's just too disturbing for my very sensitive spirit some of that Harsh. violence it's stays really violent. in me oh wait is there a new season some of those scenes. No, but it's coming. And Gen V is oh. out. Gen V is coming. Like so I watched Gen V. I I left. The, I didn't watch the last season of The Boys because the season before that, it, it by the end of that second season, it was already too violent for me. I did well, not then, watch yeah, this, this, this last season. Was the the third 10 minutes season, right? into the first episode will, is not like, <laughs> I'm still I, not okay. I totally, I totally skipped the third season, but I watch, I've been watching Gen V, which I, which I enjoy. But also, like Jason walked in on me. Why he was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, so he, but he watches the boys. So I was able to explain it exists in the same universe as the boys, but the storyline mm-hmm. is so wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I'm think. Yeah, I didn't do the last season of the boys because already I was like, "This is too much." Because it yeah. was because because the first season it was it's, like it was it's, dark, it's, but there was still a, a little humor to ain't it. Ain't no humor. And then it just that, got no, no humor. Yeah. humor. So we got to got to talk. Um, Bravo back. They dropped <laughs> they dropped Real High Swaz of the Potomac and Maggie to Medicine on Sunday. Maggie to my medicine. Um yes, both premiered yes. Sunday past. Uh both were blockbuster episodes. If this, if they could keep this level Not a blockbuster episode. If they could keep this level of <laughs> keep this level up, it's gonna be hard. But they keep that level for the season? Wow. I think Real Housewives of Potomac is going the way of Atlanta. Me too. Like, we're getting to the point where, like, y'all might need to be recast because it's a little, what the fuck. And watching Robin and Juan's dynamic makes me very sad. Like, if you've listened to the show before, you know I don't want to watch bad marriages on the screen. Yeah, and, that's, and this is a bad marriage. I don't even know if that's, a, I don't know what that, I don't, I'm scared. I, 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 I hold back on even calling that a marriage. Because Juan is just doing whatever the fuck he want to do with no holds he, barred. The type of lying he's doing is so insidious and hard to watch. And she's accepting everything. Like she she's yeah, it's it's it's, it's like it's, she's so beat down. She's just yeah. like, all right, this is what it is now. 
It's what it is now. It's what it is, you know, but it's one of those things you can see where, like, it is what it is. But if she was ever, like, even just text a nigga, why I'm a spaz. <laughs> Meanwhile, he in the laundromat with ladies. He at the nail salon. He paying for women's and hotel rooms. He's we like, talked about this. this <laughs> these are very intimate things. Like, I'm not going to get my nails done with, like, a random motherfucker. Like, or going in the, not, why are you in the laundromat, nigga? Like, what is the laundromat, nigga? What are you doing? The head coach is never doing team laundry. <laughs> Come on. Please stop it. What are Please we doing? Please stop it. It's, what it's, are we yeah. doing? Robin is, but, and even uh, even and even like Robin even like, they they did a meetup at this on that show uh this episode rather at mm-hmm. Giselle's house and even like Giselle even and Giselle I don't Giselle like is her. like yeah you're bugging are you yeah. okay yeah even Giselle is like shorty what is happening uh Giselle uh Charisse even even, even Ashley, Ashley is like. <laughs> If everybody kept posting like the um, child, um you know, of, of, of fuckery. Ashley, who's still who's still married to Michael. Never get <laughs> even, even Ashley who's never still married to Michael, who be fucking everything moving. Is even her is like shorty, like come on, man, just stop the bullshit. I think, I think, and I'm and I don't even watch the show anymore. So I'm talking from what I'm seeing on the outside. It feels to me like Juan and Robin have an agreement because Robin doesn't want to start over, but Juan just doesn't respect her enough to stay low. Which I'm like, in that case, the agreement's broken. Like, yeah, the agreement's broken. It, it, like, move how you want to move, but keep it low, my dude. Like, what the hell? But you know what? This, I think I think it stems from Juan, um, and I think that's why he's still mad because she lost all that money. Um, but she gave the money to some, her financial guy who was supposed to be a friend. He stole all the money. Um, and a, I don't know what it was, but apparently. So he really, feels like it's her fault. Yeah. It was, oh. Apparently it was a real substantial amount of money. Like the, and he played in the NBA for a little bit. Like he had some bread, you know what I'm saying? So, so now he's looking at like, I'm out here coaching a goddamn cop and state because I have to, not because of just, you know, <laughs> something to well, do. Like I, well, I was coping a cop and state because I have to. And meanwhile, I should be chilling. Like I had. You know, I don't know what it was again, but it was, I think it was seven figure money. It was a lot of money. Like I had this money sitting over here that we supposed to now be chilling in. And we, you know, we in this small house, you know, we, you know, we paying the bills, but it's like basically paying the bills by, by her being on the TV show. So it's kind of yeah. like, he, I, and I think he holds that over her head. Like, you know what? If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be fucking these other bitches. Cause I, you, we lost the money. <laughs> You know, so I, I I think that's what it is. I could be wrong, I, but maybe I it's something like you got to let me feel like a man and and do some type it's of thing. Yeah. It's, it's very much now. Married to the medicines. Let's jump to that. That was having Doctor G on the question? show is so fucked. <laughs> I need fucked. to ask a question. Why yes. is Phaedra Parks on Married to Medicine when this, she don't this, even date a doctor no more? Because she, she, she needs to be back on Bravo because exactly. in some way, somehow, it's great television, but she can't go back to that Atlanta cast because and, Candy is the fucking mayor of Atlanta yeah. at this point. She's never and, leaving that show. And also, like with these television um, contracts, you know, Brooke uh, is better than me, obviously, but with these television contracts, what happens is they sign you. Um, it's not in perpetuity, but it's for a really long time. So they have the option. They really have the option to push you on another show to kind of fulfill your contract, which is why you see people jumping around on Love and Hip Hop. 
Oh, first it was in New York. Now they in Miami because mm-hmm. they, they have this contract they haven't fulfilled yet. But, you know, I guess it's a right. certain amount of episodes. And, and I think Phaedra's the same. And she had this contract she hadn't fulfilled. And, you know, I'm sure the, the money's good, so she wasn't turning it down. And so it's like, you know, we could just transfer you over here and, you know, fulfill your contract out. Um, She's also allegedly dating a an African doctor. It's all, she, well, and no, they was. put an emoji on They split. Was, the... They split up. They split up. I didn't they know split. that. Mm-hmm. So she just ended up being fucked. Oh, by the way, I, I've been to that lady's um, first store. That store they yeah. went to? Yeah. Um, when I did Ray Daniels' podcast, he's her neighbor neighbor office neighbor oh and i remember like his bathroom was wasn't working you know was it was you know somebody was in there he said and we both had to pee like after this show we said yeah so he was <laughs> like yo come on we'll go next door and we went to the that lady's place she was really nice african lady she's really nice very attractive side lady. note i like ray's podcast like what's it called i can't remember um, the name the, of it the god we show the god show g-a-u-d um G-A-U-D I, yeah I like, it's been I like picking it up yeah 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 it's been it's picking up He's, I'm going to go back. He's asking me to come back on. And he wants to debate. He wants to debate me because um, he said some shit. And I was like, nigga, you are tripping. He said, in a versus, Usher beats R. Kelly. I was like, this is not a chance, bro. And, I, and that is no disrespect to Usher. None. I love Usher. But let's stop. Let's stop, Ray. Ray likes to do the. Ray loves to do those type of. Yeah, things. I mean, well, I, I have always said that Kels is the only person who can see Usher in a versus in any way. The only what I will say is, and this is, and we all know we're talking about R. Kelly's music. We are not. Yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, just the music. Person, just the music. Just but the music. We cannot. We cannot. We're not going to erase history like he doesn't have yeah, one of the most prolific yeah. R. B. catalogs of all time. I've always said, because Kells is actually Usher's, even though they're different in age, they are actually contemporaries. He is Usher's true male R&B contemporary. They came out around the same time. Um, they have about the same, you know, depth and catalog. But I feel like Kells started dropping off after uh, Chocolate Factory. I don't know that really? he's still, like, he has some he has some heat, but once he started doing Trapped in the Closet, 13, 14, yeah. 15... Like, at the Chocolate Factory, I feel like he just kept putting up the same shit. That's me. But I also wasn't checking for him. By tra- like, Chocolate Factory was my cutoff point for Kells because he was started wearing no, the girl mask and shit. Factory, I was over if, I'm not, like, if I'm not mistaken, and make me correct me if I'm wrong, Nye, as you will do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but didn't Best of Both Worlds come out after Chocolate Factory? Same mm-hmm. year. Like, right before. So, come on now. Fiesta and stuff? No, but be- I mean, Best, Best of Both Worlds. No, I think it was, like, right before. I, I think Best of Both Worlds was like, oh, wasn't, weren't they both though three? Best of Both Worlds was though three, I think. When, when was TP2? When was TP2.com? Two. 99. Oh, two. Okay. TP2, I, I think. Yeah, Rob, Rob had. No, TP2.com. TP2.com was 2000. Okay. 2000. Rob had, Rob had, I'm a flirt. He had the TP. Yeah. I, I I don't agree with Ray. And I'm going to go, I, I'm going to go in there, but I have to get my shit because Ray, you know, I love that. That's my nigga. But you talk fast. Best of both worlds. Get, best of both worlds around. was two thousand. Best of both worlds was two thousand and two. And what was chocolate? Hold factory? on. I think it was a little early. Chocolate factory was two thousand three. Oh, it was one year after. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got to I'm, I got to get my shit together because Reds talk fast and spin you around. You can't let Ray. You can't let Ray get going because he <laughs> get going on you. But uh, yes, my guy, and, I, and I, I love him, and um, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy for the show. The show's been, and the girl on the show's from Harlem, by the way. Um, and tp2 oh. and tp2.com was 2000 which is why it's tp2.com because it was okay. like the whole okay. y2k thing 
Yeah, but I don't. I don't, I, I, say I don't agree with Ray with that. But anyway, I'm, I'm gonna go back on and, and do that. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. We were talking about Married to Medicine. Oh yeah, but Married to Medicine. Doctor G. Doctor G's back on with, with with a girl who looks like Toya. <laughs> a mix of Toya and Simone, for yeah. sure. That's crazy. Um, who slid in his DMs? Which I don't know how I, I can watch that reunion where you slide in the DMs. Doctor G Doctor G is now 56 years old. Mm-hmm. His girl he's about to marry is 31. Who yeah. slid in your DMs and offered you a baby. <laughs> My nigga, like the thing about the old niggas, and I know I'm old nigga too, but the thing about most of these old niggas is you got to stay in your lane, my bro. Like, there's no reason for a 31-year-old girl to want a 55, 56-year-old nigga except for security. financial security. Yes. Yes. Nigga, go on out there and get you a 43-year-old joint who's doing her thing and and, and maybe y'all can build. Don't get you a girl who's But if he wants a the- baby and all of that, he might be okay with that turtle. He definitely wants a baby. But, but men have to decide... Yeah. She 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 going to the sexy red show like she's a kid. But they have to be clear that they're okay with that. The problem is they start with that trade off. They understand it's money and security in order to have a nice young taut thing on your arm and uh-huh. maybe still have more kids, etc. But then I feel like ego comes into play. Yeah, and they start feeling away because they know Shorty only chose them because like you either got to be okay with the transaction or not. You can't. Flip she it. makes no bones about it. She, they no, were like, what's the best them. part of being a fiance? She was like, get into the bag. She was like, the funds are open now. Yeah, Which yeah. is like, Crazy. and they're all shocked she said it, but like. And also, phys- physically, and we could we could run back to Potomac because of, of uh, what's his name? Mia and um, Gordon. Gordon. Physically, my nigga. Gordon's 70, 71. Mia's 38. There's no way. Blue pills, Cialis, gas station pills, (laughs) testosterone shots. You can do the whole shit. There's no way a 70, 71 year old nigga is going to satisfy sexually a 38 year old woman. It's not. And Mia's sliding into her peak right now. That's what I'm saying. That's what we tell these niggas. See, I'm an old nigga, but nothing to the old nigga now. That's why we tell these niggas. We we talked about this on the, 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 the chat, the Pop Life chat. We did. 38 to about 45. It's crazy <laughs> time. <laughs> it's it's the best. Oh I'll God. be nice. The best box I've ever experienced. Those those ages. I'm gonna be nice. And this is the one. <laughs> well, I was I was I was gonna use the people. That was right? nice for him. For me. That was nice for them. 3845? Bruh, that shit's Fimo. Please stop. Okay, because well, I'm, 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 I'm proud of the flashbacks and I'm thinking about shit. So what I'm saying is, there's no way. I was, about to, put a, I was about to find me a ham organ to put yeah. behind Jeff. He's about to start <laughs> like, like, Kev, like Kev did uh, Jelly Roll. Um, yep. Um, speech, by the way. Uh, yeah, great speech. But um, there's no way for a 70 year old man, which is why Gordon was like open to like, hey, you can go do your thing, just keep it low and don't tell nobody. But you, bro, you're taking a chance because that 38 year old woman is gonna meet somebody, even maybe slightly younger, maybe slightly older, but probably in their prime too, who's gonna wear them out. And if you got to come also, home, and look, like, come on, look at you sleep up in the chair. 
<laughs> also, the lifestyle has drastically changed in that the too. last couple of years because of the money. So the what money. exactly is she saying around yeah. for? She's like, you ain't got no money. Your shit don't work. You're falling asleep I'm the- famous now. I'm famous. I'm popping out here for men and women because she let that be known she gets down. You know what I'm saying? In D.C., you up here sleeping Bruh. in the chair at 815 with the Matlock playing on the TV. Like what, the what kids are, we are all school age. Like she's not bound to the house. Yeah, I got to make. Yeah. So what am I doing? I'm wasting my life. And so now she, now she says, she said, I saw, because uh, they had BravoCon. And she yeah. said, she's in a committed relationship. She's like, stay on my DMs. I'm very happy and I'm committed. And, you know, the dude was like, but you're not divorced. And she was like, I'm committed. Thanks. So whoever Duke is is getting all the shit Gordon was getting. Plus, because I'm sure he's younger and better shape to enjoy it even more. Um, it's a piece of Gordon, man. He went out. He went out sad. But anyway, back to married to the medicines. <laughs> Doc, I think I, I'm, I'm scared that Doctor G is going to have that same fate. He's literally repeating, repeating the, the cycle. Yeah, nigga, yeah. you're going to be seventy, and she's going to be like forty two. <laughs> Prime time, bro. But it might be different because, like, with his his money and his money won't go away. Greg's money, I don't, I don't think Greg's money will go because he's a you know practicing doctor. In the next episode, though, they show that um, what's her face brings Quad to the bachelorette party. Wow, wow! At her old house. That's crazy too that they live in the house that Quad and Greg lived in. That Quad designed, yeah. That Quad designed, like that's wild. This shit is just messy as fuck, boy. It's this so shit messy. Is great television though. Great, phenomenal TV. Phenomenal okay. TV. I couldn't believe what Laura's like. I thought actually, I thought Laura was already in college. She's grown, grown. Like I was like, damn. Yeah. I believe that shit. She's like going to prom and I'm like that. Heavenly, so fucking mean and weird, but I like her. She's great TV. She's phenomenal TV, but she is mean. She don't give a fuck, yo. She just says whatever. Wow. Good times. Great, anyway. great times. Anyway, yeah, so I, I wanted to mention that. Um, Are we done with TV? No, nah, you got something? Go ahead, please. The Loki finale came out yesterday. How was it? Oh, I need to watch it. This story is one of the best that Marvel has told. Really, and acting is—it's just like I keep saying about Jonathan Majors, like what a fucking bummer. He's yeah. so talented. He's so talented, mm-hmm. and this role is—it's incredible. He's playing like perfect, perfect for him. You just gotta watch it. I don't want to spoil it if it hasn't been spoiled for so, you. Guys. So I was—I fr- won't lie. The first episode of this season, it took—I had to concentrate so hard. Because I was trying to figure, to figure out what the timeline was with Ant Man, it took me a minute to kind of figure out all to really. It took a minute for the penny to drop that there were all these variations of Kane, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was I was talking to Jason because you know there's this whole conversation about how this how this Marvel chapter or whatever they call it, um, mm-hmm. this Marvel segment, you know what I'm saying this MCU um, chapter segment, whatever phase this MCU phase, phase. four. How this how this MCU phase is not yet showing the promise of phases one through three, which mm-hmm. I'm like y'all, are, which to me is kind of critical because I think everybody's looking at phase three instead of looking at it as phase one through three, but whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's a lot spread out. They're doing like the less kind of popular titles and, and folks now. But I also think the challenge is we're now in the multiverse and it is you have to really be a nerd and be paying mm-hmm. attention and be committed to follow all the time. All the multiverse shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because it's infinite. Really be it's attention. an infinite amount of stories with each character, which is hard. Exactly. For- you have to be like, wait, which because you have to remember which timeline you're in, which version of what person, which like it's so mm-hmm. it's like it's not you have to really be in it. Well, it does do a great job of kind of wrapping it up. Like th- there isn't going to be another season of Loki. This is the end of that chapter of this story. So, but it does a a phenomenal job of ending. You know how Marvel stuff ends, and you're like, fuck, like that mm-hmm. was mad sad. But also, I understand right. it's kind of like that. So keep going. I you will enjoy it for sure. I'm not a Marvel nerd, but I really liked it. I'm glad Trav made me watch it. Um, no, I'm in it. I'm just, I'm just, I think maybe three episodes behind. It's, okay. a, it's a multi uh, universe um, storyline in Invincible this season, too. Like, okay. So, that makes like, sense. wait, wait, you'd be like, wait, what? What's going on? Like, it'll throw you off itself. But it's still, yeah. Um, and then the other thing I want to mention speaking of Marvel and Brie Larson, the Marvels is out this weekend, but also Brie Larson is killing in lessons in chemistry it's on apple tv plus it looks like uh something you would never think to watch i think i watched it on a web yeah what is it about it felt like a take on that show sex education what is it no no no. so brie larson plays a chemist in the 40s and 50s and you know back when they weren't letting women like get doctorates for chemistry and blah 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 so she ends up right, right. and what they end up doing is giving her like a cooking show because she uses chemistry in the cooking, which I'm simplifying it to the ah okay nth degree, but it is the acting in that show, like the stories that they're telling so fucking good. You know, I love a period piece. So I'm looking at all the like costuming and the set decoration or whatever. And then um, what's her name from the how to get away with murder, the young black girl that's in that. Oh, I can't remember her name, but I know you something. Aja Naomi. Yeah, Aja. I cannot remember her name. But she is also killing this role as like a 50s housewife who's also a lawyer, but can't be a lawyer because her husband's a soldier and he's always gone. So like, it's just, please, if you need something to watch, it is okay. a great show to start. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to mention the John Gotti documentary on Netflix. <clears throat> Really good. Only four, only four parts. Um, it just kind of reminded me of how bonkers New York City used to be, <laughs> like in the seventies like and eighties, and when and like the, the the mafia literally was running the city yeah. back yeah. then because they had control of all the unions. So they were yeah. really literally plus all the dirty shit and the porn and this and that. Like so, it's just a, a wild, just a wild piece to watch and just be reminded of. Yeah. Um, that time. I want to say our RP to uh, Matthew, Matthew Perry. Yeah, yeah passed sad, away from yeah. friends. That was sad. Um, and I and I watched some, you know, a lot of they posted a lot of clips of him. I hadn't really been kind of paying attention. Um, and he seemed like a really like he seemed like a really good dude. Like he obviously had bad problems, but like he was mm-hmm. very honest about his problems and really put a lot of time and energy into trying to like, you know, get people help and like doing charity work and like he really understood. He was like, yo, I can't have a drink. He's yeah, like, right. you know, you have a drink, you have the one drink, cool. If I have a drink, 
it's lit. Like I can't stop. Once I go, I can't right. stop. Something in my body, like he he just seemed like a really good. He seemed like he was struggling, but like he was like a solid guy. And I'm sure that cast is distraught that he died. Like, yeah, people he, they were all still really he, close. Yeah, yeah. People had beautiful things to say about him. Yeah. Um, and I think it's telling that that I've seen the actual cast members haven't even yet been able to they haven't spoken. post yeah, about it, talk no, about it, address them. it, because yeah. they're clearly like deep in grief. Um, I also, not to skip back, but just, I haven't watched these two things yet, but I just wanted to mention, I think it's The Burial or Buried with... Um, oh, with uh, I, heard it, I heard it was dope, the, the Willie Gary thing. Yeah, I heard, I heard it it's dope. really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard it was really good. And then... uh. Lawman Bass Reeves with David Oyewola, uh, um is is on based on true story I think based on a true yeah, person yeah 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 that's that's um, that's you know what that is that's through, that's actually who Long Ranger is based on right okay so, that yeah right, the right. Long Ranger is so based those, on a on a black man but they never let you know that yeah right. and he, same thing right. he had a, he had an Indian uh well native excuse me a native person who worked with him but he they just made him mm-hmm. white, whitewashed him as they did everybody else back then right. um. Um, oh, I want to give a piece uh, and love shout out to Mr. Beast. So Mr. Beast, yeah. is a, I, I think he has, what he, is he number one on YouTube as subscribers? Or top, he's, I know he's like top five. Something like he's, that. He's, he's crazy. the guy that makes the videos that are like, if you can keep your hand on this car for six days, you win the car. Kind yeah. Of guy. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if he has the most, you, I don't know if he has the most subscribers. But he, if he's not, he's like top three. He's like crazy, right? The biggest YouTuber in the world. And he quietly, like actually quietly went to Africa and no fanfare because he, he realized he couldn't do it if he had fanfare because mm-hmm. right. it would have been too much politics. He went to Africa and he opened up, I can't remember the amount, amount but he opened up several freshwater wells all throughout That's Africa. Awesome. Yeah, like he's again, in no- Kenya currently um, doing this work, which is it's so interesting because uh, when I was in the army, that's the kind of stuff we did. We really dug, we dug wells, built schools, that kind of stuff out in remote areas, mm-hmm. and um, just getting the equipment um, required for that into those re- remote areas is the work. Mm. And it's always like what we're looking at non-governmental organizations to do. So the fact that he's able to do that is incredible. Like yeah. he has a, the kind of power that the U.S. government is like trying to get, like the kind of stuff. The, yeah, I can't really explain it, but you know. But I understand. I saw a TikToker, um, a Kenyan, and he said something really interesting. He had a whole thing about it. He was like, if the fact that that Mr. Beast was able to do this in so many places. It wasn't just like one or two. It was like, a, I can't remember the number, but it was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was able to do this shows the bureaucracy and why politicians don't do it because mm-hmm. if they, or they only maybe do one, because if they really did what they could do, there would be no need for them. They were saying that Kenyan uh, president or prime minister, forgive me for not knowing the distinction, but he was saying, um, you know, they reject this kind of work because it makes Africans seem needy or like, you know, like we're all yeah, they are needy. They need for it's fresh like, water, bro. <laughs> it's like you're talking about it. Like he went there and, and did, did a it. thing for the people. Yep. Like, yep. And he donated all kind of computers it. to their schools. Like he, like he did like this. 
Like he he did the type of charity work, and I hate to say this. He did the type of charity work where he's gonna need security. Because he's yeah. pissing people off. Because he yeah. did it like to the level where they're like, okay, you got got us looking, you got government officials looking dumb. Like he gotta be careful now, but he like Please go on his YouTube page and, and just watch what he did. It's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. And, it, of course, not being underreported. I haven't really seen it on the news. Like I, I, He also hasn't... He didn't make videos about it initially. He was just there doing it. And I guess yeah, he, people yeah, are like, it, it, where have you been, nigga? And he's like, yeah. oh, I've enjoyed this. Yeah, then he, filmed, then, he, then he edited the film to put it out. But, yeah, it's not like he did some big old documentary on Netflix or something. It's just on yeah, his page, yeah, yeah. you know. So I wanted yeah. to mention that. Um Oh, I wanted to mention something. I guess you could think this is nasty. I don't know. But... Well, also, let's acknowledge that Sean is here. Oh, he went me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I Sean and popped in. Oh, there you go. What's up, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Hey, what's going on? I know he's going to make it. I know make it. Yeah, we already boy, talked you, about you, 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 Mary to the Medicine. Sorry. Oh, uh, well, listen, I ain't watch it yet. Um, you should. I figure I'd give it a couple episodes to make sure my man Cecil and, and, and Eugene and all of them. Uh, it's coming on camera. I don't want to see them ladies uh, cackling and being mean and nasty to each other. Eugene, there's a ton old. of men time on there. Eugene will cut some weight. Look like I think he's a Dr. Jackie on one of them on one on one of the Mozambics. <laughs> she got him oh, on yeah. something. Well, listen, man. Dr. You know, look, man. Big, big, big fella was big fella was on the ropes. Now I know, yeah, I know Gene yeah. was taking some medication. Yeah, oh, definitely. Sure. Definitely. Yeah, no, she said, she, he said Jockey gave him something. He got cut the weight. He looked good. And Toya, of course, good being Toya is like, yeah, now basically <laughs> Toya was like, now nah, you can fuck good. I'm like, God damn, Toya, you just constantly embarrassing nah, this nigga. I swear nah, to she God. Didn't say that. Tell, don't tell me in, she in, said that. Inca, in so Inca. many words, she was like, I mean, now you're, you know, the best your thing about stamina you is the like, stamina. Like, she immediately went to that. Immediately. She's the worst. She's the fucking worst, <laughs> you know. Like, my, niggas working, my niggas working 27 hour shifts a day <laughs> to keep, on, this, keep this shit going. Got this lifestyle up. Like, stall him out, my nigga. Stall yeah. him out. She just, she just, she just throwing that nigga under the bus, man. Um, oh, but I'm going to say about, I, I don't know if it's nasty or not, but I, uh, this is for the ladies on the show. So I saw last week that Kim Kardashian, uh, in, in her Skims line, which is making, Oodles and oodles of money have introduced bras with nipples. Did y'all see this? Yeah. No. What y'all think about that? Now I know I y'all. Mean, this is not. This is not for, it's not for y'all age bracket. But, fashionable, you know. but my nipples. Yeah. Do not, I mean, <laughs> they don't need to be out in the streets. I'm fine. <laughs> the whole thing is like I spent my whole life learning how to mask any hardening of the nipples under my clothing and I don't understand <laughs> wanting to do the opposite. I may never understand wanting to do and the the crazy thing is that like I'm not a big chested chick. Like not like I'm a pear shape, but I still that's the one thing even in the summer when I would wear something without a bra, like I'd be self conscious if it was like my nipples were obviously mm-hmm. yeah, like I don't, I will, and maybe it's an age thing, I will never be able to understand wanting visible, like, headlights, especially, like, fake ones. You know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah. I don't get it. It's never that deep to but, put. But, yeah. like, I saw, I, I saw yeah. yesterday on the Twitter, they got pasties that look like uh, nipple With piercings. Nipple yeah. Right. I don't understand that either. Because, I mean, the thing is, like, all right, you want it to be enticing or something like that, but 
I also felt like nipple rings were kind of like a private thing. I don't know. It's like, I guess you wanted to be enticing, but then the person who's turned on by the fact that you might be somebody who pierces your nipples, then you take the shirt off and the nipple pierce is gone. It's like... Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Whatever. Like, what happens when you take the shirt off? It's like, wait a minute, you ain't even got the joints. Like, where the joints at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on all that. I'm also yeah. never buying skims. I'm good on that as well. So... <laughs> Did Joe watch uh, the Jay Z uh, interview on um, with Gail King? No, I know. Part of it. I thought it was really well done. It was. It was really I watched well parts done. of it. It seemed yeah, really well done. I was. I was actually surprised that he did this. You know, he doesn't really do press anymore. Um, but he did it around his Brooklyn Museum exhibit. Um, and kind of you know gave some in depth. I also think stuff. he might be back in the lab. I'm sure he is. He says he says yeah. he says he's going to cut his hair off. He said he's gonna cut his hair. Exactly. When he said he was gonna cut his hair, everybody was like, "No." Nope. Oh, he said he's gonna cut his I'm hair coming. off. He said the, he said he had to tell uh, Blue and them that the, the hair's gonna go. He said, "I'm about to cut my hair off. About to go I back love, to the season." I love to hear. I love to hear him talking about Blue. Like his Sean, his relationship with Blue feels like it might be like your relationship with Jordan. Honestly, because he'd be like, "Yo, Blue be trying to front on me." Blue be, <laughs> <laughs> like, but oh, I know she be. She be cooking his ass. I know she be frying him up in that family <laughs> chat, bro. And I know she has the most epic impression of him. I'm I bet, positive of it. I bet. I bet she could do that nigga down to a T. Um, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed the, the um the interview. You know, it was good. It was breezy. You know, he was uh very comfortable with Gail. Obviously, you know, it was a good uh it's a good thing. Right. I also wanted to mention um this guy uh, the, you... the Terrell oh, wait, show. Well, we're on interviews before we get to Terrell Grace. While we're on interviews, have you watched Jeezy and Mia? I watched the piece. I haven't watched the whole thing. Let's about the whole because I want to get to that now. I'm gonna get to that now. One second, but I just oh, want to get the show. Oh, you said he had a trouble connecting. Yeah, the pop back in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just want to give props to Terrell uh, Grace because he's got this show. He's had it for a little minute where he interviews uh, singers. Yeah, season six, I think, is yeah, excellent. Just ended, but he killed the season six because he got all the um. You got every Destiny's Child member except B. He got, yeah, got for the Kelly. finale. And, and, and the there's, but there's a rumor that B is a rumor sure. that B might close it out because there's one he didn't announce. It's five days in a week he announced four. I kind of suspect. Today's I kinda, Friday. I kind of suspect. Everybody's I mean, they all, thinking it might be B. They all, all everybody else did it. Like why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and he knows a B. I'm sure B knows that he's gonna treat her properly. There ain't gonna be no funny shit. He's very respectful. Right. He's very you know, he really, this is his thing. Like, he's not going to do anything um, funny style. He doesn't, you know, he, even Kelly, like, he didn't ask her about the kids and there's none of that. Like, it's just, you know, no. and sometimes he gets, you know, really, you know, he opens up, he gets really deep uh, with, with the, the Toya, which I respected. Like, he was telling her, like, yo, like, you were appreciated. And Toya's very, very funny, by the way. Um, and even with Latavia and her talking about her struggles, he wasn't, like, funny style. And Kelly was a little lighter. But he said he was at the Houston show, and he said he's you know he got Michelle yeah. too. He said he saw all of them at the show. He said they they're, they're very much a family now. And the toy was like, "Yeah, we done talked to the lady. <laughs> we done talked to the lady, and we all good now." So I I think either it's gonna be B or it's gonna be Miss Tina as that last. One. Oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be Miss Tina because Miss Tina's been doing press. But the people, love, first of all, I love I love Terrell's shows, and he has such an appreciation for the art of vocal mm-hmm. of, of, of vocal singing and vocal performance um because he also does a lot of gospel artists mm-hmm. 
and and stuff and you can tell that he knows his subject they trust him you know like you said it's a good time he's funny mm-hmm. um and it's a very simple format which yeah. i also Just love like it's a very simple format but it works it works perfectly and i love seeing i've been following it for about maybe like three years now or mm-hmm. so three mm-hmm. seasons rather his seasons i don't think it's a year over year maybe three four seasons but yeah, I I enjoy him quite a yeah, bit. I'm happy to see how it's grown, and you know, I think it's also like as soon as content creators start popping, people are like now you need to take it to TV. And I think what he does, it nah. works in this format. You yep. you try to make it a big produced show, and you lose something. Yep. And also, if he takes it to TV, you said they'll pay him, you know, buku bucks, which is a good thing. But with buku bucks comes suggestions. And suggestions sudden, you got advertisers you got network execs exactly. and it's a it's a it might be a harder get for the artists because those artists can just roll up there like whatever instead of doing glam and this exactly. and that and the other you know what i mean exactly exactly so i hope he keeps it like this i mean i don't obviously don't know what kind of money he's making but he seems he's making more than enough money to sustain what he has now um and the, the bigger the artist obviously the bigger his subscribers go so i i, I would hope he kind of keeps it in this space um, but let's talk about Nia and uh, Jeezy. Uh, again, I saw a little piece of this piece of Chris Atlas, my boy, who actually put that together. He's doing all the marketing for this Jeezy album. Um, and uh, so Nia Long sat down and interviewed uh, uh, young Jeezy. <clears throat> it wasn't and, an interview. It was a conversation. Well, conversation. They went back and forth. You're right. You're right. And it was, it, it was, was for Essence, it was but it was a brilliant idea. Yeah. yeah, it was a It was more of a, you're right. It was not an interview. It was more of a conversation. Um, and Jesus has been doing a lot of press lately, obviously, because he's on his own now, but he's been talking a lot more than he did before. Um, and being very, um, I see a, a maturity in him now, you know, he's, he's, he'll stop the street shit too, but like, he's, he's obviously been through a lot. He's seen a lot. He's had some, you know, a lot of success. He's had some, some failures too, and like some ups and downs, and I see he's just a, a maturity in him. So I, the well, clips he's apparently been through a therapy journey or something. You can see, you can yeah. tell, you can tell, you can tell. I didn't know that, but you can tell. Like he just kind of, he's more it seems like more in touch with who he is, you know, um, and what he's been through. Um, uh, he's a Libra, by the way. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um. Which has nothing to do with anything. I just had to say it because, you know, just because. But um, the clips I've seen, I like. Everybody kept saying, I I hope Sean pops in, because everybody kept saying he was dirty macking with the real men don't cheat thing. Now, I'll I'll let y'all go first. What do y'all, do you think he was dirty macking? I haven't, the first one, I haven't seen it in its entirety. I've seen a lot of it. I haven't seen, I haven't watched it top to bottom just yet. But from what I saw, no, it was more, he wasn't saying it just in response to Nia's situation specifically. They were talking, I think, in general terms about like the the lines of a relationship and when it's time to go. Because that's really what both of them were talking about, kind of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. The, the, the breaking points for them and why they moved, the ways they moved and, you know, that type of thing. So I don't think he was saying it to be like, yeah, girl, Redman. Da, 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 da. He would, what I you think doing he was later? Talking more about his, it was it was more about his own principles, his own you know what mm-hmm. he stands on more than it was about 
yeah, that nigga ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? It, I, and I think you do have to watch it in a full context. Yeah. You know, of the conversation to really hear because it, it was, they were really talking about their their situations, yes, but in a broader context of like what black men and black women go through, mm-hmm. how they evolve, how relationships <clears throat> evolve, and all that type exactly. of stuff. Exactly. What do you think, Inka? Um, I don't think it's dirty macking if uh, there's no one to dirty mac against. Exactly. Nia is wildly <laughs> single, as she says in the interview a couple of times, so or that conversation, I should say. And also, um, I think this was weird. I don't know that we needed to hear from Jeezy during his divorce that's happening. I think as a collective, we all know she should they shouldn't have got married in the first place. Um I don't know. It's cute to see two people together talking. That was nice. Yeah. But, like, but if you think of it as album promo, you know what I mean? Oh, that's right. He does it music album. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess. Sure. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't think it was Dirty Mackin either. First of all, I don't even know if GG knows dude, first of all. To me, Dirty yeah. Mackin is, I know you yeah. in some capacity. I see your girl, and I'm basically yeah. like, why you with that nigga? He ain't shit. You know he was da 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 da. That's dirty macking to me. Yeah. That Gigi also, wasn't doing that. <laughs> I think it was really cool to see him give her her flowers. Like, what do you like? You're America's sweetheart. Of course, black women and black people in general were going to come out for you and say, exactly. like, why are you doing this to our girl? And she genuinely was like, didn't she? She, she, she was like, really? Yeah, like, really? Yeah. You think I am? Like. Girl, you've been on TV since the nineties. The fuck are yeah, you talking about? Everyone has a Nia Long love story. Like, everyone, yeah, everyone. I mean, Nia Long is, you know, Nia Long is Nia Long. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> peace to her. Peace to her. Uh, posting a little video of her looking at chocolate. Yeesh. that was nice. That was nice. Let me meet this nigga go right here. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that was popping. That shit was popping. No, I no, watched it like eight or ten times in a row. This is what I'm trying to say. That shit Scroll was lit. Scrolled or said anything or hit like yeah. or whatever. I was yeah, like, oh, what we doing? <laughs> yes, we doing. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm saying <laughs> that little window there. Well, she passed the window, but still, you're not, you're not stopping. You're going ahead. Um, belated birthday to you. Happy belated birthday to Nia Long. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Happy birthday, so Nia funny. Long. Um, I wanted to also mention. DJ Academics and Saucy Santana. So there's a beef between I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's beef, I guess a beef between It's not beef well, between them. It's, it's a, because Academics was talking crazy about it was wasn't even Carisha. It was somebody and literally all the girl said was that she was gonna unblock my it had nothing to do with academics. And academics was like this stupid bitch, this thirty mm. stupid mother. Like he just was like going, going in on her so crazy for something that had literally nothing to do with him, and that wasn't even deep. That it yeah. once again brought up the conversation. Yeah, it was somebody. It was somebody else. He yeah. talks about women. It was yeah. an artist. I can't remember yeah, who it was. Art. It was an art. I can't remember who it was. Crazy. Yeah. He talks about women and never says nothing about no fucking niggas. reason. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and what's his yeah, name? Called him a had, bitch to his face. Yeah, um, uh, Big Mensa. Yeah, and and but he has over the years talked crazy about um the city girls, but especially Carisha. Like yeah. he always go right. in and like, uh, especially when she got with Puff and was all this shit. He just talks crazy about her all the time. And so Saucy 
and Carisha are very close. And so Saucy mm-hmm. basically was just saying what you just said now. Like, yo, you always go on ham on chicks, but you never go ham on dudes. Like, what the fuck is up with you? And then Academics gets on his uh, channel and literally starts to cry saying, you know, I would get canceled if I would say what I was going to say and I don't fuck with people like that and blah, blah, blah. And Saucy comes back. Well, wait, like, let's back up. Let's back up. Because okay. Saucy, by the time when Academic goes on to cry, it's because Saucy first was like, come see me. Yeah. And in fairness, which this was a this was over the line. He was like, I'm, I'll, what is that? I'll fuck you in that. Some yeah, shit. Yeah, that, was, that was a little, and then I'm a, fuck you. Yeah. That was a little raw. Right, but up until that point. That was too much. Like, but, but the like, reason. He was like, come to your headquarters. Right. <laughs> I want to be in the yeah. space. Let's get active. <laughs> right. And the reason academics was about the crowd was because he was like, I can't even respond to that without getting canceled. Now, the reason academics is scared of getting canceled is because the right wing white man who writes his checks is happens to be a conservative gay man, right? But well, I, also, know gay, I, I know it was a conservative, I know it was a gay dude too. Yeah, but also... What an oxymoron. Isn't it? <laughs> but also, it's like academics... Uh, my boyfriend actually said it perfectly. He was like, academics does not have the language to respond to anything without resorting to just like these street profile. Like he's not a smart dude. Academics is not a smart guy. He's not intelligent. He's not loquacious. I don't even know why the nigga was ever on the air in the first fucking place. But there is no part of him that can conceive of a way to respond to Santana without calling him a faggot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he can't even imagine how to not get to some homophobic, you know, you fucking fat. Like, that's, like, if he can't say that, in his mind, he can't, he can't say respond at all. Like, he can't even just be like, dude, okay, you want to you wanna threaten sexual assault on people? That's what we do in the street. Like, I, like, I can't yeah. talk to you, but you can threaten. Like, like you can he say He can't even say, I'm going to beat your ass back because we don't. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. So he's frustrated because he can't. He can't throw homophobic, do his, do homophobic slurs yeah, yeah, back yeah. at Santana. I mean, back at Santana. Yeah, and Santana actually mentioned that he's like, "Yo, I'm not clear why the only thing you could say to me." He's like, "Yo, Santana kept it real." He's like, "Yo, my last couple of records have sold shit. Like, I, I put out some songs. They didn't do well. You know, like, you know, I'm still trying to figure out this music thing. You know, he's like, why is it the only thing you could say to me is gay?" Like you, you can, the only kind of you could use as many insults you could use. You could say my record, my radio, my record career is in the toilet. This and that, but the only thing you can say is me being gay. That's something you can use against me, which shows me how how shallow you are because you can't and just come how in. misogynist exactly. Like it's just you a misogynist hate women you so much you can't see through this fog. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you can never really tell what's real watching Twitter, of course, but like. I just, you know, from watching, you know, the, the timelines going while this is happening, you know, Ak was getting getting his ass beat paused because he just, like, again, he just nothing he could say and he, nothing he could do. And Santana just kept coming with the clips. Then Wack, then he got Wack 100 involved. And Wack 100 calls him. who that is. That's <laughs> like one person? One what is Wack 100? He's just one guy from L.A. He calls some gay guy on the phone and is like, yo, I need you to go see Santana. He's like, the only way I can get to Santana is for another gay guy. I get another gay guy to fight him. He's like, what are you talking what? what are you talking about, bro? This is the other thing. And I've said this before. <laughs> Y'all niggas can keep sleeping if you want. 
But these gay dudes can fight. They've been, They've been fighting, fighting their all their life. lives. Literally. I don't know why they think that gay <laughs> black men can't fight or gay men period can't fight. It's gay black men, especially, they have been fighting their whole fucking life. They will beat fuck the shit out of you. Up. And like, it's like, I just like, you know, they still, they still have testosterone. They're still men. It doesn't yeah. mean they don't have weight and power and size and strength. But the other thing is like, I mean, first of all, the fact that the people who came to, academics like defense were Vlad and WAC 100 tells me all I need to know because that is the triumphant of whack media hip-hop media right they the those those three people are single-handedly destroying hip-hop media absolutely and so of course they're gonna stand together in this shit but I'm just like how is anybody still giving quarter or country to academics I don't understand I don't understand I don't I don't understand I really, it either I don't I don't I don't quite get it myself I don't know but um I think Santana won the battle. I mean, I don't, of course, they'll never fight because he, he called it out. He's like, academics, you never are outside. You never are anywhere. That nigga like, never comes outside. He came to the Roots picnic to do the pod, which, first of all, I was surprised the Roots picnic booked them on their pod stage. Uh-huh. Um, I was disappointed in that. There were mad barriers, barricades in between the crowd part and the stage. And I think they scheduled him like early in the day when there wasn't going to be a crowd there. Yeah. Also, they probably feel like the Roots picnic crowd ain't trying to get it. Academics like that. But like he really did, like he don't be on red carpets anymore. No he don't be at events. He Nothing. don't be mixing with the crowd because he knows everybody wants to beat his ass. I yep. remember being on Clubhouse one day when niggas were getting at him and he was just sitting there taking it. And he was really kind of like, because I want to, he really pretty much says like, I want to be down with y'all and nobody will you know, this is the only way anybody will pay me attention is to be messy. He basically said that. Like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So again, for the ladies on the panel, um, election day was Tuesday and abortion rights were put back in store in order in Ohio and in Virginia. Um, and this seems to, you know, this is definitely going to be a wave in the country. Um, the Republicans, again, are just on the run. It's kind of just... Kind of. It's just really wild with the Republicans because they just keep going further and further and further left to, to like, like the new Speaker of the House said, I'm not paraphrasing it, but he said basically like, I, I wish we had things like they were in the 1800s. Like, like, it's like, and apparently I, I saw rumors. They're saying the quiet part out loud because it's okay for them to do so at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, him and his son actually had a porn a, a, a thing where they would check each other for watch, for porn alerts on their phone to make sure they're not watching porn. Like, it's crazy, bro. And then uh, there's a rumor, rumor, I don't know how real it is, that that guy is actually gay. He's like a reformed gay dude, Mike Johnson. He went through the therapy. And I was in the conversion camp. The conversion um, camp, exactly. So, that, But it's, just, it's crazy just how further and further they go out um, with stuff that you know, not, like 70, 80% of the population across the board wants, which is like in this case, uh, um, um, free choice, pro choice. And they keep going and they keep losing and they keep losing and they keep losing. And everybody's like, uh, I see people come kind of say, yo, I think Trump's going to win. I don't think Trump's going to win at all. And I'm not, I, I, Biden's really. I don't know if Trump's going to win, but I. No, but Joe, Joe, Joe's fucking up. Joe's fucking up with this. this it's this, not so this, much that it's it's like yeah 
it's a couple things, right? Like, yeah, Joe's fucking up in some areas, in some especially areas. With Israel Palestine, and especially yeah. with the Israel Palestine thing. But it is the fact that I under I do on the one hand understand the philosophy of we can't we can't just give our vote to the Democratic candidate regardless I, of I performance because I, I it because that. it doesn't motivate them to perform. However, there is not an alternative. Democrats are not creating pipelines. They are not nurturing new talent. There is nobody, when there's nobody else in the field and the alternative isn't a stronger, like what you do is you create a, a stronger candidate that works in your best interest. They're not, like we don't have, there's no alternative. And, that's, and that part is on us. That part is like, we are supposed to also partake in the democratic process before we get to presidential yeah, executive with, branch with elections. Shit. And it's like, we're not creating pipelines. We're not nurturing talent. We're not, you know, raising people up through the ranks so that when we get to this part of the conversation, there are actually some viable alternatives to offer that isn't the Republican, a Republican win. And that's my problem is that like, you have to give me a viable, realistic, timely, alternative choice and we don't have one so does think, that mean that we'll democrats have... might fuck up maybe but i'd rather do that than go back to exactly. motherfucking sharecropping mo- like, first fuck. of all trump trump won in almost 10 years ago like it was 2016 like people acting like he think one like last year since he won right. they've lost the house they lost the senate they lost the presidency they lost they lost everything since then like people keep acting like it's viable but i agree with you now and i i see three people out there at, at 28 um, that I think the Democrats will put up because Joe, Joe, my name be here in twenty eight. You know? um, yeah, I think it'll be um, Andy Bashir, the governor of Kentucky. It'll Andy Bashir is definitely on the radar. Um, Gavin Newsom and uh, what's his West name? You're, 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 yeah, Westmore, the governor Westmore. of Maryland. Those are the three three people I think they're trying to figure out for the next. Westmore is killing it. Westmore is fire. We just got to get, get, get there. Twenty eight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to get there. Like, like, chill out. Like let Joe in there in in, in twenty four. Like you don't want to go back to that bullshit. And like I said, then it'll be Westmore. It'll be one of those three um, in twenty eight, I believe, unless somebody else pops up. Um, and that's the other thing that Republicans are scared about, and they should be, because Joe winning in twenty four means what's that? And it it'll be a, probably a twelve year at least run of Democrats. It'll be twenty right. twenty four. Which honestly is what we need to kind of correct some shit a little shit bit. That exactly. we're not going to be able to get it done in two terms. No. In fact, if, if, you know, I didn't want to talk about what happens if your boy get in there because he's fucking bonkers. And this nigga's a trial. So, like, this is a trial. It's crazy that he's either 100% <laughs> going to jail or 100% going to be president. Yeah, like, those are the... That's and, insane to and me. And a nigga said yesterday, the nigga said, yo, if I win, I'm going to prosecute Biden just because. He said that shit. Just just on GP. On GP. There's no no crime. He's just like, yo, just because of what's happening to me, I'm going to do it to him. Like, I'm like... The fact that he thinks that he can just, like, do that. Do that. It's crazy. It's insane. And it's also, if you're watching this dude, again, Biden's no spring chicken either. I'm I'm not very clear. But to me, and I'm I'm no doctor, but to me, this guy is clearly sundowning. Like, Trump... Like his mental got, capacity his is mental visibly was, declining. Like visibly declining. 
It's sad to watch. It's it's like this nigga is like this nigga literally might be like in a wheelchair like in two years. Like he's he's going downhill fast. Um. So anyway, but let's 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 move on before we get in trouble. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wanted to just mention um Keith Lee because we didn't speak about that uh on here. Round of applause for Keith Lee, everybody. So Keith Lee ran through Atlanta. Oh, we talked about that part, right? Did we talk about that on the show? Or did we talked about it in the chat. Keith I Lee came. I can't it remember. Happens. It no. had happened yet the last time we yeah, recorded. It was, it was on like the chat. Weeks, right? Yeah, it was on the chat. So Keith Lee came through Atlanta a couple weeks ago. Running through Atlanta like a tomb raider. Right, like 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 uh, kicking on the buildings like snooping him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And exposed nationally what everybody here in Atlanta has known for a long He's- time. In New uh, York at pause? this moment, I just want to. Is he? Yeah, he's in is New York. He? Oh, I love yeah. that. Ooh. Here's the, but wait, here's the thing about Keith's exposure. I just, I just need to clarify this. Atlanta did this to themselves because absolutely, absolutely. Here's what happened. Keith went to several places. Now, Keith goes to places based on invite from those restaurants or recommendation from. Uh, his followers. He yeah, does not just pick DM places. Stuff. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does not pick places at random. No. People, wait, you want to jump in, Inka? No? no okay. People in, people in Atlanta, I think, wanted him to go to some of the more popular places in order to highlight how whack they can be. So he went to this one well, place. Just say he was invited to a couple of the restaurants by the restaurant. Well, he was invited to Old Lady Gang by Old Lady Gang. Um, Milk and Honey, I think. He was, a, or he was invited to one of, the, one of the Jamaican restaurants. Well, both of the Jamaican, Jamaican restaurants, too. Yeah. They both DM'd him. Mm-hmm. Well, no. One of them was a recommendation. The other one yeah. DM'd him. Oh, okay. But, okay, okay. But whatever. Yeah, right, he, right, went right, to, right. he went to he went to the Real Milk and Honey, which, by the way, the whole story of the Real Milk and Honey versus Milk and Honey is a fucking... Mess. mess it's like yes. a former married couple and they split and one person sold one name and then the other one started the restaurant under the other name and i think the real milk and honey which is the one keith went to is the one the husband mm-hmm. runs yes um but the wife so, the one that he gave his stamp to for the bodega food is literally next to next the real door. milk and honey that she and they have sold. this picture they have this picture in the window which is wild <laughs> yeah which is wild so so he goes to the real milk and honey. Now here's the thing with the real milk and honey and with old lady gang. Here's what happens. He Keith always gets takeout because he doesn't want the restaurants to see him because he is recognizable. Mm-hmm. In these cases, takeout wasn't an option, right? So he goes in. So at old lady gang specifically, he would have waited and he usually sends his family in mm-hmm. so that they can have the in dining experience. He eats in the car. Um, at old lady gang. They had to wait and they would not take customers' info to call them when their table was ready. Yeah. So Keith goes inside because his family can't come out and sit and wait with him. And he's not going to just sit in the car while they're waiting an hour and a half for the table. As soon as he comes inside, they offer him a table in five in minutes. Five minutes. And, he's like, <laughs> and he's like, well, what happened to the wait? And the lady was like, oh, well... The people who were on the wait list, they did they were no shows. Meanwhile, his family is one of the people who's on the wait. You know what I'm saying? Like so, so 90 so minutes of decided, people are no, 90 minutes of people are no shows. <laughs> no shows. So he decides, he decides. So he says, Okay, thank you. We'll we'll eat somewhere else because Keith's thing is, I do not want you to skip over me. Now, this the same thing happens at the original milk and honey. They have this long ass wait. 
he comes in, all of a sudden we can see you right now. And it's the same thing. Now, people are like, oh, he's a celebrity. He should have known. But here's the thing. All restaurant reviewers, this is what they do. Because if they want to tell you what experience you can expect, it defeats the purpose for them to get special treatment. To get special treatment, right? This happens for restaurant reviews. As a matter of fact, the most famous restaurant critics go in disguise sometimes. They wear hats, glasses, mm-hmm, aesthetics, mm-hmm. all of that, right? For exactly this reason. So, and Keith also is like, I do not want special treatment. He doesn't want other people to be left waiting longer, whatever. These are the only things he said about these restaurants. He said, he gave the facts. These are their rules. This is what's listed on their site. This is what they said their policy is. We decided to eat somewhere else. He wasn't like, dang shit. He wasn't like, he was fucked up. He never talks like like that. No, he never talks like that. No smoke. Yeah, no smoke. He's also like, maybe it was a bad day. This was my experience. Yada, yada, yada. Now, what happens is people in Atlanta start piling on top because of their experience. Because they've had the same experience, actually worse. Exactly. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, there's this conversation about how Keith Lee is shitting on his restaurants. No, he's not. He didn't do that. What happened is, though, their reputations are such that other people chiming in like, yeah, this is how the fuck they operate. And original Milk and Honey tried to respond back with some stupid shade, stupid. which made shit worse. Which makes it so much worse. And now you're in Rolling Stone because your customer service is trash. And, and people Rolling are posting Stone, on TikTok. TMZ, New York people, Times. And people are New posting on TikTok right. driving by there on a Sunday and the motherfucker's deserted. It's empty. <laughs> right. And, and I know that's kind of point. And I know that yeah. strip. It, it's, um, it's called it's Main Street on in College Park. And it's like a strip of right. restaurants. And you go on on a Sunday, on a nice Sunday. And you know, there's it's a lot it's of activity. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of activity. Yeah. You know, on the, that's on the south side of town. Everybody from there don't want to drive all the way into the city on Sunday. Right. There's a lot of activity on that side of town. So those and milk and honey is like kind of right dead in the middle of Main Street. It's right. a great location. So for them to be empty shows the power of Keith. It's Lee. a big deal because it's and it's a brunch town, right? And I think the problem with it, the problem with it, and and the reason that this like Keith has been to all these different cities. This has never been a whole situation never. definitely never went to the point where it's on national news and all that never. It's, trend, it's trending in europe the thing about atlanta is twofold one um and jeff you're probably going to speak to this the fact that like the restaurants have kind of have to had to become a catch-all for the whole social scene and with influence atlanta is a big influencer city everything's about seeing and being seen so most people are happy to get special treatment love it, and it brings they are there. happy Love the it. conversation of the clubification of, of restaurants exactly. in Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah, That's, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna, so so what's, go hap- ahead. what's happened is in Atlanta, most, for the most part, and people don't, I guess, realize this, for the most part in Atlanta, clubs are gone. It's not like, oh, it's Velvet Room on Tuesday and, you know, Compound on Wednesday. We ain't got no, we ain't got no, no, no clubs in New York either. No, I, I know, I know. It's kind of, it seems like it's kind of a national thing. Like clubs, the, that black club life is pretty much gone, right? So, what happened is that crowd and that energy first moved to brunch. Like you said, it moved to the brunch and it became the brunch, the day parties and the brunch and, you, you know, all the music and the loud and shit. You got to have a reservation for this and that. And that's now spread into a lot of the restaurants in general, where the restaurants are really clubs, for, for lack of a better term. They're serving food, but it's hookah and it's music and it's a reservation. Like you said, nice. It's like, who all going to be there? And, was this influencer there? And then you all heard T.I. came through here last week and this and that. And, you know, you've been to Two Chains Restaurant and so on and so on. And that's what's happened. And so to go somewhere in Atlanta just to get a meal, it's kind of hard. 
because it's it's so much club, like you said, clubification of restaurants. Unless you know you go to the more like local spots that's been around for a minute, but like to go to like a, a, a air quotes hot spot on a Saturday or a Sunday in Atlanta, again, it's like being in the club. It's gonna make you wait. Yeah. The service is gonna be shit. Everything's gonna be overpriced, and so on and so on and so on. And that's what Keith Lee ran ran into that 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 energy and that co- that clubification culture when he went to Real Milk and Honey and when he went to Old Lady Gang. Well, and Real Milk and Honey came out, and one of the things that they said was, uh, "You come here for the food, not the service. Like the experience is about the food." And it's like, but like that's so stupid. <laughs> don't do takeout, but so, don't also don't do takeout. So they couldn't even get they couldn't get to. But also, you can't get to the food because of the service. But here's the thing: there you go. the other problem is that we got people jumping in because I'm. I'm dying for him to go to Houston because people have been saying the same shit about Houston. You oh, got yeah. people jumping Houston into the, the restaurant way. industry without realizing the restaurant industry is part of the hospitality industry. Yes. Restaurants, about hotels, service. clubs and lounges, clubs and lounges. It is hospitality. You are hosting someone, you are serving someone. It is a service-based industry. Mm-hmm. And motherfuckers have forgotten. The service part of this shit. You just trying to undercut your bottom line yep. to get a to get some dollars by putting grass and neon signs on your walls and serving all kinds of henny hennessy mix and Blue douche drinks. Make drinks and shit. <laughs> yeah, Damn like chance. that's not the point. And like so somebody said on on Twitter, one of the black food um not Twitter, one of the black food Instagram accounts was like, you know, how is it that people are kind of complaining about service are we like this about all black restaurants because people always talk about how you know jamaican restaurants have bad service and they go there anyway and i was like well the joke because it is a joke about west indian and caribbean restaurants is the poorer the service the better the food like you know it's going to be good food i was like you can you can overlook a multitude of sins including shit service if the food is great yeah but when you got bad service and the food and, is and, mid, and, and, and it's food. overpriced, and it's overpriced. Take a struggle. Be like the other thing is like those are takeout spots. Those aren't like exactly. I'm coming in to sit and wait for an hour and a half to get my goddamn rasta pasta. Like it's not, it's not that. So that's the other part. It's like you want me to wait two hours to get mid food that's overpriced and get shit service. Be looking for water for forty five minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Be paying a dollar for butter. Like, come on, B. It's too much. Now, what I do want to say about the Atlanta is that butter is wild. You can buy a, you can buy a stick of butter for a dollar fifty for a breakfast. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So, like, what I do want to say about he went to one other spot and he didn't even post about this spot. Somebody else caught him talking to management in the parking lot. He went to the spot. Toast. Oh yeah, toast. Toast, toast, said, toast. toast on Linux. Toast has said they weren't seating anybody else period and he mentioned he was like everybody was suited and booted he was like listen we didn't know atlanta was fancy brunch country we was just in whatever clothes so we again wanted to get takeout they said they weren't seating anybody else but they said they had a table for me and my family i'm like how do you suddenly have a table for me and my family if you're at capacity you know he asks the question and he said there were all these people waiting in their car so he was like we will get takeout if so the conversation that we saw that was captured was him saying we will get takeout if you seat these people who waiting in their car and you give these other people waiting their takeout. And Toast did that. And they got their, and then the family got their food to go. That's the thing. Keith never said, I don't want to wait these times. But what, when he was offered, when the, when the offer came to him, we're going to seat you right now. He was like, treatment. I'd rather not patronize you if you're going, if this is how you're going to treat your other customers. Yeah. Cause and he's that's like, the part that's like, they- niggas kept missing. 
he was like, these girls are waiting in the car an hour and a half, bro. And how, how am I going to pull up yeah. and walk me in there? Like, this is crazy talk. What are you talking about? Like, that's about? wild. But again, yeah. in Atlanta, in Atlanta don't care about that shit. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so he went to a couple spots. One spot was really up the block from my cousin's crib, um, which was, I'm telling you, and the person, uh, somebody posted on TikTok, that place was always empty. I'm telling you, the parking yeah. and lot. And he said that food, that I think that was the best rated the, food he had. The, he said the, the food dining experience. Tennis. The dining experience. Yeah. That place That place was empty. The parking lot was, I couldn't even tell if they were open at the time because that's how empty it was. So to, to somebody to pull up and see all the cars in that park, because there's nothing in, in that plaza, really. There's like a beauty supply store. There's like a subway. There's no, so for all, the, all those cars were there for that place. So, for, so when he blesses a place, a juicy jerk, the same, the Jamaican place up in Stone Mountain, mm-hmm. like when he blesses a place, they go up like infinitely because, you know, people trust him and they, they, they you know, they, they want to see where he's going. Now, uh, let me just say this one thing. The mission and guide came to Atlanta and gave out some. That same uh, weekend. And gave, gave out some stars. Um, Antica Pizza, which is called Geo's, um, their, their food is they got the best uh, Italian food to me in the city. They're great. Uh, and Busy B, which is a soul food restaurant right near the AUC campus, they got a star. Um, so, yeah. the, you know, there are some good places to eat here. But and none of the, again, none of the places that got the star are on that shit. None of them. None of them are on that fucking brunch boot shit. None of them. They're just like good places, great service, and, you know, and hospitable. Um yeah, I, I thought the Keith Lee, so I didn't know he was in New York. I can't wait to see that. I know he just came from New Orleans and he gave a lot of love to, to the people in New yeah. Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. he did Chicago. He was in Chicago very recently too. Um, and in so, Chicago, he just started a good natured debate about the chicken. Right. Like what? about which place actually had the best chicken wings and all that. But again, good nature. Nobody was threatening him. Nobody was trying to run his ass out of town. Yeah, niggas was threatening him not in Atlanta. Deep. Yeah, it's threats to the restaurants to, and to his, and to family. his family. Like, what are we, what are we doing, bro? What, what, what's going on, man? Can a nigga just get, get some wings in peace? Um, yeah, I, 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 but I'm, you know, obviously I'm, you know, following Keith all the time now, and I can't wait to see where he goes in New York. That's very, very interesting to see where he's gonna end up in New York. Um, I wanted to mention, um, real quick, I went to one music fest a couple weeks ago, which is here in Atlanta. Uh, Saturday headliner was Meg Thee Stallion and Janet Jackson. Sunday headliner, which I didn't go Sunday, was Kendrick and um, oh, God, give me all the big person was that day. Um, but I saw Janet. Janet was good. Um, Janet was good, but I'm about to hear a but. I'm just how do I say this because I don't want because I love Janet, love her like. It's. I feel like her performance she, is different. She set the bar so high when she yeah, was is, much yeah, younger. Yeah, there and you go. There you go. Now that she is an elder, yes. like she's not going to be popping and locking like there she you, was during the Rhythm Nation 1814 tour. There, yeah, you said it so much better than I would have been because thank you so much. <laughs> but she, and but, it's not you know, fair to expect that level of yeah, like she's movement 50, and vocals from her at this Because she's like a what, 55, 54, 55 year old woman. Yeah. Like, it's not, Guess what? You know, the next time we see Beyonce on tour, it's going to be the same shit. Same gonna thing, talk, yeah. We're going to be talking about her like we're talking about Janet yeah. after she ain't going to be able to keep this shit yeah, and, and it's going to be a smooth decade. This tour is a lot less strenuous on her body than it was in, like, say, on the run too. Like, yeah, being older, having a baby, all yeah. that changes what you're. And, and you know, and it, and, and it, yeah, you performing in heels and stuff. Like you, you get 
people don't really think about that, but a lot of the artists that perform a long time, they have injuries, man. Yeah. That's, that's, and that's, that's two kind new of hips and two new knees. That's what happened to Prince. He yeah. had to get a hip replacement and you know got on medication and, I saw and it, couldn't do I didn't see Prince. I didn't see Prince until after his hip replacement, which always made me sad because I never got to see him like bust a split and do mm-hmm. all of that. But he still put on a great show. It just of course. wasn't the It wasn't what it was. It wasn't 1999. Exactly. That's yeah. also what happened to Michael Jackson. He just yeah. didn't get the surgeries and went the route exactly. of the drugs. Like, exactly. You know, and let's hope, yeah. let's hope, and I think it looks looks good. Let's hope, um, you know, Usher maintains his health and whatever he's doing off stage to mm. maintain his on stage stuff because he looks healthy in the shape. He doesn't look like he's in, in any type of physical pain. He looks pain. great. He looks great and he's killing it. And, uh, you know, he's, um, I saw, did you see the Kenya Moore clip? Yes, I did. And, and, uh, Marsha Ambrose's clip, she just walked down there like, I didn't you didn't see Marsha. Oh, you didn't see Marsha? No, oh, no. She, she literally Mar- walked down was there. from a while ago. Oh, yeah. was it? Marsha was like, there, I'm like, a man. Like, you gonna sing to me, me, nigga. Like, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm supposed to be on stage right now? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, let's do that. And but, I can't uh, blame any one of them. I'm nah, going to act. Nah, Listen, sick. I'm going to be a fool. Usher's within five feet of my personal body. Are you crazy? Why wouldn't you be? So God Sorry. bless you. Film, God do bless. what you got to do. Yeah, do whatever. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Um, <laughs> want to wrap this show up talking about uh, Kiki Palmer. Before uh, we get to that. Okay, go, 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 go. Grammy nominations hey, we need to talk for about 2024. Oh, they came out? Came oh, yeah, out. Grammy nominations dropped this morning. This is a I haven't looked at them yet. As, as she should be. As she should be. Victoria Monet, seven. Uh, and I want really? to call Good for her. Coco Jones for her debut album. Good for her. Got a nod. And then um, Jay Versace is nominated for three more Grammys this year, which is like. Yeah, because he produced on the SZA album, amongst other things. Good yeah. for him. I keep forgetting Jay Versace is a producer. Yeah. yeah. Like you saw that, that, that goofy ass kid on, on Instagram and stuff. <laughs> and exactly. Yeah. And, exactly. and, they, and they still post his gifts with him eating the fucking breakfast yep. and him doing a little dance yep. earth and a fire and all that and now he's like a real he's like a real producer god bless him he's a real producer before we get to kiki though can we talk about meg and um oh and I wonder, Cobra yeah, yeah yeah and also let me leading to that i meant to say meg gave a great show at one fest she's oh, really yeah. matured and gotten gotten she's really comfortable on stage she looks Jesus Christ. Her like, body is... <laughs> it, I, it, might be, be it, might, it might be perfect. It is. It might be perfect. It might be perfect. She looks She works amazing. hard as shit, too. She works hard as shit. Yeah, she, her workout. She works hard as shit. Yeah, you, could, yeah, could, yeah could you see her in the clips from the gym <laughs> and stuff. Crazy. But, like, she gave a great show. She sounded... You know, Mike was on. She sounded great. You know, her breath control, her crowd interactions, the dancing. Well, when you run it backwards in sand... Your breath yeah. is probably going to be amazing. <laughs> you know, right. and, and she's an athlete anyway. I think she played with volleyball in, in um, she played volleyball in oh, high I school. Know. I don't know if she played in college, but yeah, she's a, she's like an athlete. So, but yeah, she gave. I meant to, meant, meant to mention that she gave a great show at one fest. I was pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly I'm proud surprised. of her. Yeah, I'm proud of her. But we let's yeah. talk about Cobra. So she dropped Cobra last week, um, and it's doing really well. And I was pleasantly surprised because. I was expecting kind of, you know, the booty shaking, you know, this kind of thing. And the fact that she got on the track and became and was so vulnerable about right. her, what she, her experiences and what she's been through in the past couple of years. And, you know, still obviously grieving over her mom and her grandmother passing and what 
what a, a, I'm going to say allegedly happened with her and party and you know how she was you know just depressed and um, well, uh, let's talk. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's just pause on the party because now, mind you, neither one of them we knew they had we knew they had split. Mm. We were able to ascertain that, and apparently now he and he's now publicly dating um, some other chick, uh, Jada Waiter, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Who well, apparently was like a Tory Lanez supporter, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah she's a, she's an artist, but she also like not really an artist. She's like an artist, but not yeah. really. She's just a bad. She's just a bad. She, 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 she gives me Instagram model. She gives me. Instagram is this model. one of those people but, on that Impact show? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Actually. She's like she's like a she's a, um, she's a dance. No, no, artist, that that was uh, Impact was uh, 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 the girl from Chicago, not Ariel. What's her name? Ari. Uh, Ari. She was the one on Impact. I don't know. I don't know if Jade is on another episode, but Ari was the one who started so, it off. Sorry. So I'm old she says she's <laughs> so she says in Cobra that she walked in on party getting yeah. head in which, her bed. Which cool. is wild, right? Which is like, and come on, my nigga, what are we doing? Had to immediately but <laughs> he had to immediately uh disable comments on Instagram because motherfuckers was coming for him. I happened to be up late the night that Cobra dropped and literally like four o'clock in the morning, everything on my time mom was like, party when I catch you, party, party when I catch you, party. <laughs> party. <laughs> like everything was like, come on, come outside, party. We just wanna talk. And you know, I knew when he did that. And I ain't gonna lie, and I tweeted this. I went back and erased everything I said about party because I was always like, and I always disqualified by saying from the outside. Mm. It looks like he really loves and supports her, but I always qualify it like from that it definitely outside. Did. It definitely did, and it's like that. Actually, it's like it's almost worse when the motherfucker that you think is the exception to the embarrassment rule still embarrasses you. Like that's all. It's like why did you just embarrass me from the outset instead of making me believe in you, and then yeah. you still embarrass me anyway? Like it's it almost sucks like, that you gotta have a disclaimer like I am only responding to this one picture because this nigga is going to disappoint me later but you know what I'm saying like and that and that because you know you know that's why I would be like from and I would literally be like from my very limited point of view from the outside looking in based on what we're seeing right here what they show us it it seems as though to me you know what I mean like I'd be having to pull these out there because you know that at some point, some bullshit, unfortunately, some bullshit gonna happen. Gonna pop. And honestly, like, shout out to Meg. And I want to be careful how I preface this because I have tried over the past few years to move away from commending women for being strong because I do not feel like, I do not feel like our strength in, in the face of us being hurt and going through trauma it it should be something that like part of the reason we are put through so much trauma is because it's believed that we can come out on the other side intact people don't worry about us because strength is supposed to be something that we're able to draw on in unlimited reserve so i've tried to get away from using strong as a compliment or Mm -hmm. as something to be in awe of or as something to be commended right because you draw on strength because you have no choice right she would have fully been within her emotional, spiritual, whatever right to just completely break the fuck down. I am in awe, though, of all she's faced. And, like, I really do respect the fact that this project for her 
I'm, I'm, I need to listen to the whole thing. I only listen to the single, but like, you know, she's doing it independently, her own money, her own backing. Yeah, the album's not out yet. More creative control. Oh, the whole album is just a song. Yeah, it's just a song. I'm going to I need to listen. I'm curious mm-hmm. to hear the whole album because it's like she's doing this all on her own. And I'm so interested to see, you know, she, she went low. She's been taking care of herself, touring. I'm so curious to see the story that she's about to tell now. And I'm also, I appreciate it because everybody's been trying to say that Megan's just shaking ass and titties, even though lyrically she's, a, I feel like her flow is sick. I feel like mm-hmm. lyrically she's a beast. So now people can actually maybe focus on the storytelling, right? Yeah. You know, I, I, guess I, I, like the, I like the song a lot. I'm glad it's doing well. And I'm glad she was vulnerable instead of kind of, you know, doing another wappish type of record. Um, we got mm-hmm. enough of that, you know? Um, I appreciate the honesty about the mental health. Exactly, because it's real. Because it's very, very very real. real. Go talk to the lady. Yeah, very, very. Yeah, exactly. Like Latoya said, you talk to the lady. (laughs) You know, now we okay. Um, And she's doing some mental health advocacy now too. Good. Um, I've seen. Yeah. Good. Good. That's that's a good thing. Um, so that that leads right into the Kiki Palmer, um, ongoing, um, saga. So it came out yesterday that Kiki Palmer um, filed, did she file charges? Yes, right? For the, she filed for a restraining order restraining and order, for sole yes. custody. And for sole yes. custody. Yes, because her, her child's father has been allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly, because you know, it's all in, in, in flux, but he's allegedly been abusing her mentally, which we saw, and, and physically. Um, and, you know, of course, people, she put this out and you know, a lot of people there was a lot of support there but there were some people like ah it's publicity doing it watch can a black man down this type of shit so she had to post uh pictures from her surveillance right. cameras inside of her home of this guy basically broke broke into her house and uh, like there's pictures of him like you know like trying to choke her out and attacking her um and even I know he's saying allegedly but let me tell you how I know he did all that shit <clears throat> We have never seen Kiki Palmer's mother. We don't know what never. she looks like. We don't know what her voice sounds like. This lady made a video and was basically like, I know you fucking lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming from my daughter. Well, she also made the video because Sharon 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 Sharonis from who is drove from Insecure posted and then deleted a tweet that seemed to try to flip it on Kiki and suggest that Kiki was abusive yeah. and manipulative. Yeah, violent. He posted it, then deleted it. And and the brother, uh whatever that boy's name is, actually posted a yeah, picture of him with his son, like like I love you son, I'll see you soon, which is a yeah. threat. Which is a threat yeah. in the face Terrifying. of our training order. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that shit gave me chills. But he deleted like that's like some shit that niggas do on life that the that the the, the estranged husband does on lifetime right before he comes yeah. power to the house and goes in yep. and tries to kidnap everybody. So like Where is my I, son? Like but like, you know, everybody trying to minimize it and be like, you know, but I gotta I don't understand what people think is to be gained. Like, yes, for every real situation, for a hundred real situations, maybe there's one where somebody is trying to you know, sway public opinion or assassinate mm-hmm. someone's character or something like that. But to me, that this man, Darius ain't nobody for Kiki to assassinate his character. She don't need, she don't even need to do that. Like, for what? And I'm just for like, what? to do this in the public eye, the way she's already been under so much criticism ever since this nigga took to 
Twitter to act a fool. Like, again, mm-hmm. not even something she did, something he did, right? Took the Twitter to act a fool. Everybody been in her relationship business. Like, this is a big choice. Like, this is a big, this is a big decision to make. And she did mm-hmm. it, I think, after being pushed to the limit again, because yeah, of the, the thing that she's filing because of just happened like this weekend or mm-hmm. I think Sunday or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the pettiness and so many people are telling on themselves as to what they believe relationship dynamics are supposed to be and how they look and their ideas of, of abuse and, and like you said, now she posted the footage and now people are like, why she post that? Why she live? Holy. She need to lay low. She need to go sit down somewhere. What the fuck are y'all talking about? There is never a perfect enough victim. Like we can see her, like he's literally holding her down like over the couch onto the floor. Like mm-hmm. I don't think we need a narrative for what happened before that. Yeah, like somehow, never, somehow it's her fault. It's always the victim's fault. Like, you know, if the victim is a woman. It's a woman, so it's a fault. Just... Also, um, I have to look this up, but I saw somebody say something about Amanda Seals apparently had said that the brother who played Dro was abusive. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if he was abusive to her or somebody else involved with this show, but it was known that he was an abusive guy. And she said something, and she got shouted down back then. Why are you yeah. tearing a black man down? You know, blah, blah, blah. Amanda Seals. I think back then it's because it, it just nobody likes her. I think it was back then it was because nobody likes Amanda. Like, yeah. nobody likes her. So yeah. it was it was thought that she was saying that just because she wasn't in the cool cast club. But, you know, he's, I mean, he definitely has fuck nigga tendencies in real life if you just follow his personal life. And apparently Kiki's mom, to your point, Inka, about the video, said that she told him his brother was abusing Kiki and he was like, oh yeah, I used to be like that. So basically it's kind of like he got it. Yeah, he learned him, it from me. I guess yeah. pattern of behavior type shit. Yeah. But yeah, this is messy. It's, it's it's terrible. And again, my heart breaks for Kiki because she's out yeah. here again, like the same thing I said about Meg. She out here trying to hold the whole fucking career down and her child and, you know, still try to raise them in a healthy environment. Somebody who knows the family, though, told me that they ain't been fucking with Darius from day one. Like, they have not liked that nigga from they, day They knew right away you was shit. One, they saw it. They saw it out the door. They saw it out the door. And, you know, he's an attractive dude. Kiki's never... Kiki was never not... You know, Kiki was, wasn't a hot girl, but it's not like she was an unattractive girl, but now yeah, she's in yeah, hot girl she, status. She, she type. glowed up. Yeah, she you know glowed up now. Yeah, she's in a, she's in a different yeah, lane. I hate that. Abusers hate that. And also, like, people who are used to, when the power dynamic in a relationship shifts, it either direction. Like, if you if you feel like you are the person who's, like, kind of, who's able to kind of be like, you lucky to be with me because I could be with anybody, and all of a sudden that shit changes. Yeah. People don't like losing that grip. You know what I mean? Exactly. At all. And especially when the power dynamic changes, when it's already a financial power imbalance, now you switch that to the emotional. And the person who already has the leverage financially realizes that actually they they good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the abusers going to act out. They're threatened. Yeah, so I'm hoping. I kind of hate this for her in another way too, because we've only ever known her as like just incredibly talented and mm-hmm. you know Kiki Palmer. And now, like once you are abused, that becomes your story. If you're a yeah. woman. 
Like you want to yeah, they're gonna, they wanna do like sit down with Robin Roberts and next the whole thing do. and everything you do exactly. You survive I do the feel though like I feel like Kiki is she's been in this game long enough though that she is going to direct the way this narrative goes for her. Oh, yeah. I, it, I, I believe that. So like, I don't and, know. And, and, yeah. And like I tweeted, like she has, you know, people acting like she don't have like a great manager and a huge, you know, agency and a law firm to, you know, PR firm to like figure this thing out. She's not just out here like fucking around like an Instagram girl. Like she, you know, she's mm-hmm. going to be figured out and figured out probably because she, she said now she works a lot. She hosts a lot of shows. She's incredibly talented. And there's too much to lose for her. And I'm keeping a trail for other people mm-hmm. for her to go out. And she, it's gotta be, it's gotta be fixed. She just, um, hopefully she doesn't go back to this guy anymore. Like this is Man. it. Cause going back to him would really hurt at this point. Right. That's my, she, she has to like cut, cut the ties and, you know, go through her grieving process and all that. But she cannot be like seen next year on the red carpet with this nigga. Like that's, that, that's gotta be a terrible look. Um, yeah. So we're praying for her. Um, and that's it. We're going to wrap it up on that. Um, I just want to mention, uh, Nye, um, I love the girl Taryn, uh, you know, who's on Instagram, uh, doing the mm. Johnny Gill, the Johnny Gill dance. With the Johnny Gill dance. Yeah, Johnny Gil Johnny, they got Johnny she's for the a, video. She's Miss New York, I think. Or yeah, was, she was, or she was Miss New York. And she does this series about the uh, people who die and come to heaven. Uh, I yeah, can't even watch, heaven, I can't even watch them videos. I can't watch them videos, B, because I'll be crying. Every time <laughs> I watch them fucking videos, I'll be like, wild right. water. Because she do, like, requests sometimes. Mm-hmm. Somebody right, was like, my, right. my, my daughter died. She'll like, that's, I can't, I can't be. She's like, <laughs> can't. She's like, wild talented. And it's funny because she, you know, she's from Seattle. She's not even from New York. Initially. I guess she moved there, obviously, for some point. Oh, I didn't know that. But I think she, she went to um, NYU. Yeah. She, so for her to have that, that character down like that is incredible because that's actually a real New York person. If you're from New York, they're dying out now. You don't really see them, but yeah. at one point, those old like kind of ladies with the chewing the gum and that's a real person yeah. in New York. Those yeah. those ladies were like in offices, like they're real New York characters. So she must have worked with somebody like that to have that. But she's super talented. But I love how they got Johnny in the video. That was a great look for him too. Yeah. You know, really, really cool. Yeah. So that's it. We're gonna um wrap it up on that note. Um, Sean, Sean had to jump back off. He had a bunch of stuff going on. So, um, but he'll be here on the next show whenever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Happy know. Thanksgiving. Whenever that is, ya. possibly before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Possibly before, not. Yeah, hopefully. Before Who knows? Stay tuned. Is, you know? <laughs> now you yeah. cooking? Yeah, we're doing, me and Cheyenne both are cooking. We're doing it at her house this year, but it's, you know, her, it's like the whole combined family. So it's her mom and stepdad, my mom and Mr. Eric, Jason. We got the kids for Thanksgiving, some of her friends coming through. Like, so it's a big old blended uh, family situation. Yeah, I'm going to have to pull out a whiteboard to explain all the different layers. (laughs) Because even my sister and brother-in-law might come through a couple of days before Thanksgiving. So I got to explain all the layers who's, of the family connections who. to Jason yeah. and who's exactly. who and how and why. Because he's not, he hasn't met, because uh, Jeff, Jason still hasn't met Rabia and Terrence. Ah. So like, mm. he knew, but he knew my dad, he he met Tommy. So he knew mm. my dad. Um, So he understands that's Tommy's daughter, which is uh my my sister, who I refer to here as the show as my stepsister. But um. So yeah, he. I'm gonna have to explain all the branches oh, how, of the family for him. 
Yeah, exactly. I just be like, just say sister, just say brother, just say, it, it just makes pushing. everything. It just yeah, makes everything like, much easier. Just keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And he calls everybody cousin yeah, when we go to these things. You do that too, hey cousin. Yeah, everybody's cousin. And I'll tell you later. I'll explain to you later. Uh, yeah, but that's it. We're gonna wrap it up on that note. Have a happy holiday, everybody. If we don't talk to you before then, um, hopefully we will. Hopefully, shout we will. out to all the vets. Yes, got, yeah. Got so, is this a federal holiday? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Veterans Day has been around for a really, really. Is long. it always on a Friday? <laughs> no, no, it's November eleventh. Oh, it's just on the date, wherever the date it's is. Day is the, it's the closest. Yes, the closest business okay. day to November. 11th. Okay. Y'all, y'all be yeah. safe up there. So shout out to all the veterans. Give me um, free pancakes. Exactly. Oh, is that what it is? Free pancakes and uh, <laughs> they just give you like a free meal everywhere. It's maybe okay. fifteen restaurants off the top of my head. Yeah. And good. so, happy That's Veterans good. Day to you, Inca and Trent. Well, oh, yeah, Trent's yeah. not a veteran yet because he's still in service. Like, he's yeah. a vet. He's been to oh. work. So. Okay. I know that, it, but if you're still in active service, are you also a vet? I always thought veterans meant that you were out of the service. That just means that you've served overseas, kind of. Like okay. Oh, okay. A, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah happy, Veterans, happy Veterans Day to y'all. Thank um, you. You're welcome. We're going to wrap it up on that note. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye. And that's what's popping in the world of entertainment. Thank you for listening to the Pop Life Podcast with Jeffrey, Naima, and Sean. Want to be a part of the show? We've got three ways you can get involved. Like us on Facebook. Send us your burning questions to poplifepodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at poplifepodcast.